for men and the women who loved them, for dads raising daughters and the men they want them to attract, for the moms raising sons that need help making them into quality men. Welcome to our table. Kins. Yeah. All right. Welcome, everybody. This is your uh, deployed team. We have Matt. Yep. Uh, Josh. He's a, we're sharing a mic here. Hello. <laughs> and Cam. Um, we're just kind of going to check in, let you guys know, you know, how we're feeling. What are we, about a month in now? Uh, yes, about and, a month in. Yeah. Um, we're going to check in, kind of let you guys know how we're feeling. There's no real topic or course here for us to follow, so I think we're just going to talk to each other, talk to you guys, and see where that goes. Yeah, just kind of wing it uh, with the Dominator and Cobra on different shifts. Trying to get together to do this has been quite a challenge uh, yeah. geographically and just with scheduling. Yeah, schedule work, all of it. It's very high speed out here. Um, I think I'll have a lot of firsts, obviously, of experiences. But Yeah, uh, I'm kind of curious to kind of pick your brain a little bit since... Okay. You know, I'm old as fuck, so I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Bring it back, Pops. Just to see your impression so far. You're breaking that uh, cherry, so to speak, out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'll get started. Like, first impressions were, um, like I said, it's high speed, which it's high speed at home, but it's different out here. Um, I'm finding more of a purpose, you know, um, you're actually doing the thing and we're um it's not just like practicing at home putting all the practice uh to use so for me mentally is um as the job that we do sometimes you know things don't happen or whatever and at home it's like you know big deal it's you know it'll get done stuff will happen at the end of the day and here there's a lot more drive personally and I know that Josh and I have talked about this where like there's implications that's it's not just oh it won't happen like it's a lot more drive to 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 get things done and fast because like I said there's implications so um yeah I'm finding that is the biggest change mentally but as far as the environment the pace all that stuff is like things I can cope with um I don't mind the environment it's sandy. You don't mind this? No, I mean, I <laughs> sit in that dirty ass chair, dirty yeah. ass desk. I, I, some, I spent my whole childhood dirty. With well, that's true. That's we got true. A, a big old truck outside, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Random. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, my only other time really spending a, a long time away. And, and recent time was through uh, basic military training and all that stuff. So it's totally different from that. Obviously, I can talk to family and FaceTime, and, um, have freedoms and all this other stuff. So comparing to that hasn't really been accurate or, like, viable for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely different, but it feels like I'm here for a reason. 
and that feels really good and I, I enjoy it. Have you guys gotten a day off yet? Yeah. Yeah. So six on, one off. Yeah. So about seventy two hour work week. Yeah. Yeah. And since we've been here, so I guess the month that we've been here I have my second day off tomorrow. Just because I I had picked the day that we got settled in here and then that happened to be the furthest day so i had to push through a week of you know okay another seven days on top of bouncing around because it's taco tuesday poker wednesday oh okay yeah poker wednesday we do cigar sunday (laughs) up in the the g so i get it yeah yeah everybody's got to have their little niche and like you start creating these battle rhythms of what groundhog day looks like because everything is the same every single day Mm -hmm. except for your one day off yeah yeah. Like I sleep. Yep. That's yeah. I, I sleep in. It's funny. Josh was telling me coming up on my first day off. He's like that. That day will put a halt to your week because it's like it feels like the longest day, is what Josh said. But for me, like I, I really cherish my like personal time to do just to sit there and you know hang out or to go do things that I want to go do. Um, I like activities, so like going to our tent with all the stuff in it, and I went and lucky enough to have like a golf simulator here i hit that up for a little bit and all that stuff but that day like flew by for me actually it was your day off yeah okay yeah yeah josh was um he said his was felt like forever you just feel like you don't have anything else to do yeah so um i kind of like to give my roommate the room uh you know not intrude because i like to have my space uh you get it you know once a week so i like to have my privacy um and I know he. he no, I'm not sharing the same stuff. bed, are you? No, not the same okay, bed. Okay. No, no, no. We we moved to two now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I stay out of the room, and uh, it's just a lot of walking around, just listening to music, and just you know, t- walking slow too. I, I purposely walk slow to um, to kill time. And uh, if I have to do laundry and I have to go to the gym, I won't like do it in one trip. I'll do it in multiple ones, so just to eat up more time. But, uh, yeah, like here for me is uh, like a kind of like a vacation. It's a time to for me to be like selfish because you don't have anyone else to worry about. Um, and, you know, it's the same routine. You can get into your, like I said, your, bat, your battle rhythm. And, um, you know, I, I've been going to the gym and, doing all the the same things every day the things that i want to do that i don't have to ask permission or or get on anyone else's schedule to do so that's that's what i enjoy about this place all right (laughs) so how are things at home uh yeah your wife just had her birthday yeah yeah she just facetime in or any of that oh yeah yeah for sure yeah she was um recovering for the past two days i think she partied pretty hard okay <laughs> but, uh, she didn't ask for your permission either so oh no no she doesn't she doesn't have to do that but um but yeah no uh things are going good i don't think anything's really broken yet like mechanical wise i know i fixed her car her air conditioning stopped blowing and her heat stopped blowing i fixed that i think it was the day before we left so i got that done and fingers crossed nothing else breaks but um yeah no everything's going good she's uh home with the animals got two cats two dogs so those are keeping her uh company and occupied and everything 
I think she's doing good. Okay. Cam, what about you being separated? I know you're kind of geographically separated, really, uh, as it is, but yeah, even more so. Yeah, it's it's not that different entirely. I mean, we would visit you know, every week, so that's different is, is the gap. But, um, no, things are good. I mean, we talked a lot about it beforehand, and I gave her my, like, concerns. She gave me her, her concerns got everything in the air and it's a lot easier to work around um a couple months before the trip i noticed some or like reflected on some faults of my own that in past relationships and when i would go away and then have problems or whatever that i would reflect that on the so a lot of it for me was just kind of letting her know like hey i've, I've told you this before but i know i have a tendency to do this and i need you to check me if you know i start feeling this or displaying this because right now I know that that's that's not right but when I get in that you know headspace or rhythm or whatever it's a different story for me but no things have been great uh we talk pretty consistently so we'll text through the day when she wakes up and then do like nightly facetimes for me and um I guess this ship that you guys are on kind of helps with all of that yeah it's not bad so around 3 4 p.m for us is when she wakes up her time and uh then she'll like put me to bed at the like kind of start of her evening so it's we get a good amount of time together and um talk pretty consistently but the biggest thing that i've i'm trying to i don't know how to word this trying to push on her i suppose is uh from the very start i wanted to make sure one of my concerns were that she would feel the need to to not do things because I wasn't there or like you know stuff like that and my biggest thing was telling her like from the start I'm gonna go probably on a lot of a lot of these a lot of trips in the military like it's got to happen and just because my personal home life has stopped because I left doesn't mean that yours should so I encourage her to like go out and do things and all especially because a lot of our time is consumed by each other and now that can't happen so there's a lot of time that's just open and for her to sit there and just think about that isn't probably the best thing i think so trying to encourage that and that's going good it's funny you say that because uh um our first deployment me and sarah uh well she didn't go anywhere but my first deployment um she she did a lot of the sitting at home and not doing anything just because I wasn't there and she told herself um this time that she's not gonna she's not gonna do that she's gonna keep her life pretty much so that's pretty interesting you said that yeah well that's it it comes from personal experience to break into this is uh I don't know if I've talked about it much on here maybe I did in my like story time thing but um I went off to basic training with a girlfriend and that was I think five months five or six months I was gone and two days out of basic I get my phone back and she uh she dumped me two days out of basic because dear John letter already yeah well yeah dear John text now for (laughs) you because because uh so after figuring everything out it, it meant that she was so like relying on me that when I left she just fell to pieces and then I was i I wasn't capable of understanding that and, you know, trying to protect it beforehand. And, uh, 
So she fell to pieces, put herself back together, found a new independence, and ran with it. So, but she didn't find that independence till after the fact because she was so dependent on you. Correct. Yeah, she found it, and then within finding it, took to the conclusion, "Oh, I found out I I don't need him like I thought. So I don't want these other things to deal with or whatever." And there was other complications, obviously, other reasons or whatever, but. Um, that was the big thing. So I talk about concerns when I was coming out here. Those are, that's one of the big ones that, um, that fear, like this yeah. shit may happen again. Exactly. And okay. everything in my rational brain says everything's different. You know, the, she's different, all this other stuff. And, um, but that unrational side that sneaks in every once in a while and if you're not careful will consume you is, was a big part of the conversation was like, Hey, I, I just want to put this forward so you're not surprised by it, but this is something that I think about, and if I tend to act on that, I need you to kind of check me on it, like I said. So um, we had those talks, and I put those things out there, which I think were really good, and she received them really well. So, um, yeah, kind of mentally. I haven't had any of that. It's funny. I was talking to her. I, w- I wouldn't classify myself as the jealous type, but I'm more of like the worried type where, like, constantly she goes out to a bar or something my first thought isn't she's going to find a guy it's like oh somebody could snatch her up and I'm not there to help and uh so that's a lot of I'm constantly thinking about and I haven't had many of those thoughts since I've been here and I don't know if it's it could just be a coincidence and on timing but it feels like that I've like gained that Kind Sounds of, like self-confidence. Yeah, so and, and like subconscious trust. Not that I lacked any trust, but trust in like she'll put herself in the right situations. You know, she won't put herself in these situations that she could have that happen. You know, just being smart about certain things. And those are always things I worried about. Like, I wonder if she's doing that. And I haven't had that I wonder thought since I've been here. And like I said, I don't know if it's because of this or if it's the talks beforehand or just coincidence that I've finally grown and it feels so good just to not have that subconscious worry where I keep having to remind myself like that's silly don't think of that um but yeah well, nice. got a few more months so yeah just <laughs> keep keep that same thought pattern oh yeah gain that self-confidence and mm-hmm. but yeah as far as family I mean I'm uh my my mom she she always worried through my past career she always said i i gave her all her gray hair she has because of racing and all this stuff she was worried i was going to be hurt so i thought i'd put her through it and she'd be used to it but coming no. here is yeah it's um different ball game very different circumstance yeah so One regular not in control of exactly yeah regular contact with her and um I talked to her a lot at home. We live, I mean, I live right at the end of the driveway. So uh, I uh, talk more here than anything and checking in. And it's kind of weird from my side because for me, my personal view is like, I'm cool here. I'm okay. Like there's always a possibility of anything happening, but we have our training. We have our exercises. We have our protections and all this other stuff. So it's not like a constant worry of mine. Um, but her and my dad and my, my grandma, so all my, my dad's 
uh, brothers and sisters. There's a truck again. And another truck is <laughs> going by. Um, Welcome to deployment. Yeah. My dad and, and all his brothers were all prior military, and I had a little going away party. And this was the first time anything hit me because my mom showed worry, and I always have some kind of feeling when that happens and whatever. But um, she gave me a hug and started tearing up. She was like, "This is the hardest, like, the hardest let go I've had. That you're the th- this deployment is the hardest one to let somebody go to than any of your dad or uncles." And that like hit weird for some reason because I don't know if it's location you're or what. Good but, boy. Yeah, but that that was the first time when I was leaving where I was like, oh shit, like these, you know, they're affected too. Cause I, I mean, grew up in a family where everybody's pretty solid and like they knew what I was doing racing and they were always like, be safe. But I never felt any like real genuine worry or can like, obviously there was concern, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and yeah, that one, that one hit a little bit. So keep in contact with them and I'm not great at it. So I try and remind myself, like, all right, I have to, I have to tap into grandma, let her know I'm okay, and tap, tap into mom, you know. But uh, yeah, experiencing all that stuff for the first time is interesting, um, and different. I mean, I'm, I'm learning as I go with like helping them as well as helping myself and all that stuff. It doesn't get any easier. Mm. As much as I thought it would be easy. I'm like, the kids are grown. Then my daughter just started a different job as a nurse. Chance goes away to basic at the end of the month. Kyle's getting ready to go play baseball. We're getting a house built. Like, so much shit's going on, and I'm just here. And it's not like a control thing. It's just not being present. Yeah, I was... uh <clears throat> thinking to myself about that like how it, it's not going to get any easier I, I, I feel like the first one was the easiest and it's just going to get harder from here because uh, as life evolves you know kids uh, then getting a house you know having to worry about all these things and um, the more time you spend over here the less time you're spending there and as the days rack up it gets harder and harder like even if it is in you know certain month increments it still adds up at the end of the day you know oh for sure yeah. so i think it's the first time my wife was telling me like you know i used to do all these things and you're not here you took up all this time and i'm like i come home from work like we eat dinner i you know clean the dishes and pretty much like watch tv and then go to bed yeah but it, then she's like realizing that she just misses me yeah so when you're over here especially with the stuff you have going on right now like the house being built and all that and i know that your wife had a a big hand in that when you were there oh yeah i can only imagine you were were helping a lot do you feel like a little helpless kind of being away from all of it is that the, the word you would use i guess i mean like the whole house she designed it I was just thumbs up, like, <laughs> you know, when Jill explained stuff to me with the house and gets, sends me budgets and all this stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Just <laughs> tell me where to sign. Like, I get all these emails, um, but that part I'm okay with. It's, you know, concern of, like, moving all our shit. How's that going to look? Because it just 
puts more and more on her. Yeah. You know, chance leaving, so that's an extra set of hands. Kyle's going to be full up schedule of baseball. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much he'll be around. So there is concerns with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I've thought about. And like you, right before you said it, it clicked for me, Josh, was that I, I again thought that this one would be the hardest and then people would be used to it. But as life goes on, more responsibilities. I mean, my responsibilities right now consist of um, making a mortgage payment, making sure my dog's fed and my girlfriend's happy. And all in all, that's not much, right? In, well, in comparison. It, it's not even a comparison. That's your life right now. Yeah. It could all change in three, four years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have more responsibility, more things going on, and it's like, hey, we got to go. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I hadn't had that thought yet, that, and it makes a lot of sense that once the you know kids come along and and careers get formed, and then you know say she gets settled in her career, and then I leave, and now she has all this responsibility, like you're talking about, like say we're building a new house or we're remodeling something or something scheduled and yeah. stuff breaks. You and know, I've been doing this shit a long time, <laughs> and it's still not any better. Yeah. And it's crazy because I was like, oh, this would be easy. They're all grown. Simple. Yeah. Not so simple. One thing I'm finding is I have a, I have a big network of, I wouldn't say big, but a good network of friends and um, people to, to help. So I'm doing my best to not ask too much of one person. So, like, I'm utilizing, like, my... Uh, I guess now ex-roommate who he he just moved out because he finished remodeling his house and he was helping me out like he's checking my mail and he was watching the dog for a little bit and then my mom I don't want to put too much on her and now she has the dog and so I'm trying not to ask things from her I mean friends she's right down the street you probably have adjoining mailboxes my guess yeah yeah um but yeah I'm I'm doing my best just to not ask too much of one person you know I have my brothers and other friends that can all you know get in the house do something if need be um that's something i think about a lot too is just i i'm doing my best to be thoughtful about not being selfish while i'm out here just like hey can you do this hey can you do this right you don't want to burden other people with your shit because you're doing this but chances are they probably don't look at it that way i agree but it's just how you feel yeah and i'm taking I'm taking the burden myself of trying to, like, I don't know the right words to use here, prioritize their life. I don't want to put too much on any one person's plate, and then they feel um, that they have to do this thing that I asked and, you know, push something else to the side or be too stressed at the end of the day, you know. So I'm trying my best to, like, think about what other people have going on in order to mitigate that from, you know, without having the conversation but i think in comparison to what we're dealing with over here you know being away all these different changes like it's a lot Mm -hmm. so i don't my buddy busts my chops about that shit all the time because i'm like hey he's like what do you need i'm like uh (laughs) he's like no i don't want to hear that shit like tell me what you need so I'm sure you have that same circle of mm-hmm. friends or family around you that can help 
with that it's just you allowing that help to happen yeah yeah and I'm finding myself like uh, classify or prioritize is a better word importance of things like does this need to happen now or can it wait till I get home or you know is this important or can it wait a week and you know let somebody else do it or something like that but I don't know as far as it's funny because I, I bounce around a lot it's very situational we've talked before about like um, we talked before about like uh, um, who's entitled to your peace and I'm very selfish in that fact really you know nobody but on the flip side of things is like uh, I'll I'll look for other people's like okayness or how they're doing at home and I don't I don't care about mine here I'm good I'm gonna do the same thing day in and day out you know whatever we have to do I'm bounce around pack up my bag four times and have to deal with school and all this other stuff but that doesn't mean anything to me like I'll put my head down and do it as long as everybody else is okay because I know what I can handle and I just don't want to put too much on other people that they may not be able to I got you but would the shoe be different if they were here and you were home you would probably want to reach out and I would do what you could right yeah yeah but you know, when you're talking about entitled to who's entitled to your peace, and I know we had a pretty good conversation about it, this is a whole different uh, dynamic yeah. that we're talking. Yeah. And I know Josh has family here, you know, Sarah's family's there. Uh, so it's good to have family in place. Like all my parents live in North Carolina, but her parents are literally down the street from where we're moving mm-hmm. and her sister and everybody else so there's comfort in knowing that you have that yeah but everything else just you know keep your head down and keep working on yourself doing the things school work working out that those are the bigger challenges yeah because you get in this battle rhythm or routine and then what happens when you get home? Josh is not going to the gym every day like he is here, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's where you got to kind of, I think, insert or think about your time management. I, and I'm saying this from my perspective because, you know, we work out doing Go Rock workouts three days a week. Plus, I get up every morning at four and I walk before I even take a shower just to get in extra exercise. Yeah. So I have to prioritize that. It's easy to do it here because you got time. Yeah. But when you're not at home, or when you are at home, rather, how are you going to make that same commitment to yourself? Because that's what it is. Like you're working on yourself, you're being selfish with your time because that's what you have here. Yeah. It's trying to figure out how to do the things and still make everything else work. Do you think it's worth trying to file in these new practices when we get home and focus on that a lot? Or do you think it's more beneficial to know when to release, like, okay, I had my selfish time, now I have to work back in? It depends on what you're doing. Like, to me, I need to continue that discipline of working out. 
just for you know future health reasons you know my parents aren't the greatest health I don't want to be them mm-hmm. I don't want to have those things and I'm at that age to where I have to be cognizant of it plus my fucking house has a gym in it like we invested <laughs> money into a gym in my house so you damn sure believe my wife is going to like get your ass out out there and get some work in yeah but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's, no, it's not like you went picked up bad habits somewhere if it's working on yourself. <laughs> That's kind of how I look at it. I'd say um, you say sh- should you continue the things you start over here. Uh, and like you said, Matt, um, it depends on kind of what it is. Uh, some people play video games the whole time they're here. I don't think that's something you should uh, you should continue once you get back. Um, if it's a if it's a good um, habit that you've picked up here, I think there's things at home that probably could be sacrificed um, to make time for that good habit. Whether it's you know, uh, man, I don't know, going out with friends uh, one less time a week or something or something i think you, you should live uh, on base yeah so you could go to the gym before you even got to work yeah yeah but you have to make that time to yeah, do it exactly yeah same thing for me yeah that that's um the plan to um stick with it and make some sacrifices at home which isn't gonna be hard because i mean i got a lot of free time so i just gotta it's more of just a motivation thing <laughs> no i get it and it's easy to sit at home with this stupid fucking phone in your hand yeah yeah or veg out watching TV, which we don't watch TV here. Phones are spotty, so you take some of that away. Yeah. It's just having that discipline to do it. Yeah. I think that's the bigger takeaway. Um, had a question for you. Oh, are you... Uh, so you, you have a lot going on. I feel like... Uh, what we're doing, you know, things change, but at the end of the day, it's kind of, I don't want to call it monotonous because it's not, but it's its repeated, you know. Um, with our job, something breaks, we fix it. And that could change day to day. But with your position and um, overlooking a big group of people, are you noticing that it's more out here? Or you, you people have more time to get into stuff or they're having problems at home and all this or so i think i would i don't think that people are getting into more stuff because there's literally nothing to (laughs) fucking get in here (laughs) but at my level when something gets brought to my attention it's already a problem so i look at the amount of you know you guys spend 72 hours a week with each other here that's almost double what you do at home Mm -hmm. so josh is going through some shit you probably pick up on it pretty quickly Mm -hmm. but it's getting him whatever he needs or having these conversations but if it gets to my level it's already past that and that's what we went around and talked to um some of the groups up on our end today about it like you know people need to look out for each other um my door is always open 
you know, anybody can reach, get me on Signal or text me, but most people won't because of my rank. Mm-hmm. So if I find out about it, it's, it's probably already too late. Yeah. But, you know, here it's kind of monotonous too for us, but, you know, people have pay issues, they have certain things going on, and that's where my time comes in is to circumvent those issues. So we talked a little bit about the, not even weeks, but I'd say months leading up to this and how slammed you were. Is it kind of like the preparation is set in and now it's easier, or is it continued? It, it's always easier once you got boots on the ground. It's, it's the build-up going to it, making sure every, you know, I's dotted, T's crossed, everybody has all their training, all their shit done. It's a lot, because I take it, take it on probably more than I should personally. Um, but I want to make sure, you know, everything is done and people are ready as they can be to come into this type of environment, because most aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, knock on wood, nothing's happened here. But if something does happen, how will they react to it? Are they going to freak out? Yeah. Chances are, yeah. Yeah. And that's like the first instinct is fear. Those are all my concerns. Yeah. At this level. That's even, I mean, I know Josh probably shares this. It's something that's like a concern of ours as well because we've talked about it already. And the you know, what the job calls for back home, more mechanics. That's pretty much the end of it, you know, and that's easy. But job calls for out here is a lot more where, like you said, something happens. Now now we're boots on the ground military, and it requires a lot of, like, steady minds and confidence and all this stuff. And um, because of, you know, what we're enlisted in and all this stuff, there's not a lot of people like that, understandably. And it's a concern for us because, you know, shit happens and then there's buses trying to go to a certain point. There's probably going to be people ripping other people out and freaking out and let me get on this bus and forgetting stuff. And, you know, it's a concern of ours, too, because we all work as a group and nobody's getting left behind. So then, you know, at the end of the day, it's something that we're put at risk. I'm pretty sure a boss would drag you out by your collar. (laughs) I'll be way ahead, boss. Well, true, but if he gets old of you, he's going to be dragging you. (laughs) But, you know, those are the things that we look at from our perspective because I need you guys to focus on the mission and what you're doing here and not have to worry about, you know, pay problems or any of this other shit because then that becomes the focus. Mm -hmm. And then when you lose focus on getting that thing ready that you guys are working on things happen and then it's always small things that happen but they could be they can be led to bigger things Mm -hmm. so every small detail matters here you know last saturday we had an incident to where we couldn't find something so we shut everything down i absolutely fucking lose my mind over that because if somebody needs us to be somewhere or do something now we can't because somebody's complacent yeah over something stupid exactly yeah 
So it's a different mindset, same, same team, same operation, just making sure where the focus is. Yeah. Is the bigger thing. And I did want to give a shout, two shout outs. One to Beebs. Yeah. Shoo. That yeah. last podcast, if you ain't heard it, you better go hear it. That's some real fucking talk there. Yes. I was taken aback by it. And I've known him for, I don't know, a long time. Um, that's somebody putting everything out there. And uh, second shout out to Brandon. We bought three, $300 worth of You Matter boxes for a donation. Wow. Last, or this week. So we appreciate it because all those, you know, yeah, things do matter. That's big. Uh, we haven't had the chance to uh, even, you know, off, off the mic or whatever, talk about uh, Beebs and that thing. It's something I've been wanting to do. And it's funny, that's actually another thing about contacting home is the the people you keep close in your circle is you know i'm not there to go over his house and have a cigar and have this talk um so i've been calling him and checking in on that whole thing as well and having conversations about that um but yeah man he we've had a lot of those talks prior and i was really really happy when i heard that they did a impromptu recording all of a sudden and then um you know, Fred ended up going over the house, and Dave's been uh, keeping up with him and all this other stuff. So it's one of those things where we've, we've kind of all been pressing him for a while um, about the issues he, he has and stuff like that. Um, and it's really, really cool firsthand to see see it growing and, like, being talked about. Sure. It's huge to share your story like that. Yeah. And I sure there's people that listen to it that can relate exactly where Beebs is. Oh, yeah. And that's... That was crazy. Mm. And, you know, I texted him right after I heard it, and I know at that time, I think it was the day it came out, because, you know, we get the alert, mm. and uh, yeah, I was like, dude, I appreciate it. Yeah. It was funny talking to him after the first thing he said was I think it made a good episode and but that we don't go out and set to like hey let's no. make this great episode it it you get what we fucking give you because that's it's all unfiltered yeah non-scripted yeah that's the first thing I said I was like I, don't, I can tell you straight up none of us give a fuck about that episode and how it will do or how good it is it was that like the stuff you talked about I'm not calling you about how good the episode was I'm calling you to talk about the the content of it and and check in and stuff like that 100 percent. so it's funny where kind of i think he was at mentally um on it so it's one I'm, of the big things was i was trying to like what did you what did you get from that have you practiced anything have you you know and i think that's probably the perspective you know once they hung up the headsets if you will like man that was a great episode that's not what I took out of it yeah. at all. Like, I don't care if it got 10,000 views or listens. Like, that was real shit. Yeah. And it's hard to tell your story, as you know, on here. Yeah. And he just let it all go. Yep. 
Oh yeah. Well, how, uh, Josh, how was your, how would you compare this one to the last one? You came out here two years, two years ago, two and a half years ago or so. Uh, the living situation is better. Um, I mean, really, not much has changed. It's pretty, it's pretty much the same. I like the weather a lot better this time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, it's pretty much the same. I want a different shift now, so the food's better. Um, Let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use the term better loosely, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't really miss much last time if you're here this time, so it's pretty much the same. Is yeah. Anything changed at home from like the situation that we're talking about? The deployments get harder. Mm, for the better, I'd say. Uh, like said, Sarah is um still doing things now uh you know living her life and trying not to let my absence get to her so yeah i'd say it's uh, it's better this time around i guess i mean it's harder like we said earlier but it's better like yeah small adjustments make big differences oh yeah one of the oh man squeaky one of the things i'm uh i've been i I guess not surprised about but like happy about is the amount of people who have like um obviously have the boys checking in on me how are you doing and stuff like that but it seems even overshadowed almost which i appreciate is how's how's abby doing how you know how's she handling this how is it back home or whatever and Dave reached out, and you know, me and Dr. J are here. We have dinner with her, send her out, all this other stuff, and um, just kind of offering themselves because I think a lot of people, even even Sarah and and uh, Abby, have been talking because Sarah knows how it is and has been sharing some experience, which I'm super super thankful for. Um, and it's just really cool feeling that not even support for me, but support for. They're doing it the on their own without your involvement. Yeah. And probably they can relate differently than you, mm-hmm. obviously, because they're on the other side of it. Yeah. So I don't think deployment's easy for anybody, unless you're single. <laughs> you know, that might be okay. But when you're dealing with other entities involved, with family, girlfriends, boyfriends, it's a lot different. Yeah. For sure. We were talking before, first week we were out here and kind of got settled in for a little bit and I kind of looked around, examined what was going on, where I was at, and I was like, man, pay is good enough. I could spend a year, two years out here, have it not be for like commitments back home or family, you know, wanting to see them stuff. You eliminate that stuff and I could definitely do some time out here and be fine with it. But that is the the kicker is, you know, got people back home that I'm I'm waiting to see and they're waiting to see me. And that's that's the biggest drive I'm finding is not finding anything else really difficult other than just want to be home. Yeah, for sure. Well, you boys good? Yeah, I think uh, anybody wants to DM and ask us questions and do instagram or through 
through the podcast channel. We'll uh, try to answer what we can. Obviously, oh, yeah. uh, very sensitive. Um, being over here, anybody deployed kind of goes through that. So yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll try and the, the strip raw account shouldn't be too flooded as the writing roll account. So we'll, I guess that would be pretty cool. Try and set something up, and we could even do like a Q and A episode out here. Yeah. Um, it's a good time for questions. Yeah. We'll see where we're at in a couple of weeks, see how things progress at home, progress here, and kind of, you know, rehash some of this. Hopefully we're not just screaming at each other next episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you two might be. I don't see you that much, so I'll have to sit in the middle of between both of you. Yeah, yeah. I should, shouldn't hit that. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Um, this has been a nice little breakup in the in the daily thing it feels like we're doing something different a hundred percent yeah hundred percent yeah all right see you guys later see you